It's your favorite time of the week. It's time for a fresh episode of Kingdom Speak. Welcome back and prepare yourself to be disappointed. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Yeah, I've been doing vocal exercises. Have you guys noticed? I hope it's vocal exercises. Kingdom Speak is going to another level. Where's your, what about uh, your microphone? Yeah, where's your or microphone? I could be getting some sort of rare respiratory illness in front yeah. of everyone. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I'm feeling fine, okay? Yeah. I just have to put that out there. I'm feeling okay. You are? You still taste everything? And yep. Yep. Okay. Everything is good. All Shall right. I don a mask? No. Okay. No, I've had. S- no, I'm not even going to go there either. <laughs> Ooh, that was close. Those were the days, man. Those were, Those the, were days. the days. How are we doing today, everyone? <laughs> hey, it's Friday. Couldn't be better. Good Friday. Good Friday. So we <clears throat> received a note from one of our listeners that, um, I mean, we we ha- that happens to us once in a while, but I thought it would be great to share with the audience. So it says this, Hello, I truly appreciate all the wonderful information you all provide in your episodes. It is so refreshing to listen to anointed men of God break down the Word of God to where it's easily understood. Keep up the good work. It's such a blessing. From Freetown, Indiana. Also, would it be possible to get the titles to the episodes tied into the episode Align Yourself? I would love to hear all of them. And that's from Luke McCory, way out in Indiana. So nice. if you're driving hey, through what's Indiana, those three? Might as well give them out in case. Uh, uh, no, that's that's there's that actually proprietary that's, that's proprietary information. We cannot okay. be sharing. You can't do that stuff. publicly. No. So, Luke, we'll say amen to you. Thank you for being a speaker. Amen. 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 Gotta get a hallelujah. 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 Now, those episodes that refer to, um, I don't even what we called it. Kind of a direction series. Direction I series. Yes. Yeah, I guess. It kind of maybe, became. I guess. Mm. Kind of became a series, didn't it? It really <laughs> necessarily. It, it has to be. We did four episodes. Okay, so that is that the threshold for I what think, a series? I think four episodes. Okay, interesting. Four. Yeah, like how many sermons cool. do you preach on a on a on a subject before it's a, before it's a, a series? Uh, I don't know. One. No. <laughs> It's long enough enough to be a series (laughs) Let me give you a pro tip If you want to prolong your producer career You don't take down the host Are you wanting the five year pin? (laughs) (laughs) This is not how you get the five year pin We're stopping short here at four years (laughs) Wow Mm -mm -mm. So yes, moving right along Episodes Mm. as Outlined and requested by Luke. Thank you, Luke, for getting us into this mess and getting the producer fired live on air. Uh, the first one would going to be a series of events that <laughs> takes place <laughs> in one meeting. Yes. Yeah. So the first episode is Direction Matters. Uh, go back and hear that one. And then it's Gone Fishing. And then it's Aligning Yourself. And then it's It's Gotta Go. So there's four in a row there. Um, tremendous content that we love, uh, and we know you love too, and thank you for listening all the way out there in Indiana. Indiana is a great state. They, they represent to well. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. one of, it's one of my favorite states. Yeah. 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 Every it's, time I every time I'm in Indiana, I uh 
I say I'm in Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> it's here. Here. This is yeah, one of my favorites. Uh we have Hold he's, just a second. he's not even a dad. Is There's, that a dad? Wow. There's, yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Oh. We have this new trend on our reviews on Apple Podcasts where people are putting their names in the titles. <laughs> oh. If you want your review read, don't put your name in the title because oh. that's not how it works. So Where do they put it? In their comment? No. You go, you live and die by your Apple mm-hmm. ID. Right. You live and die by it. Oh, man. Like actions have That's... consequences, and if you chose a bad username, <laughs> I can't help you with that. How many? How many? Have, have you? This, this I, I was a little bit older, but you you take these these guys that get email addresses when they're mm-hmm. eleven oh, and twelve, man. and it's like yeah. you know <clears throat> what pro pro skateboarder yeah seventy two, <laughs> and now now they're like the doctor of divinity, and you're emailing them at. Yeah, proskateboarder at gmail.com. So let's have a back in my day moment. Back in my day. That would be a good segment for us to do back in my day. Um, I remember, this is random, bro. This is random. I remember when your brother was talking to me, your brother Darren, and mm-hmm. he said, Google is starting an email, uh, like uh, however they described it at the time. But it was like, like an hosting email provider, like when Gmail started. Whoa! He was the guy who Serious. said to me, and I was I was young. I was I don't even remember. You like, need to like, get an email. But for whatever address. reason, he said, "Go on the site and get your email, and you can get your name before somebody else takes it." And I got it. Yeah, because really, do, do you remember at that point, Hotmail was kind of the yeah the, yeah the thing that Gmail was. Competing uh-huh. with, so I remember scenes that were back in the in in, in the weeds. Do you here. have Daniel McKillop at Gmail? Uh, no, I have Dr. McKillop. Okay. You just Daniel McKillop was not. We'll we'll beep that out. Yeah, we won't uh, tell people yeah. what your name is. So, um, I I remember going down the road with my brother and Grant Goodine, mm-hmm. and we were debating because at the time iPhone was not in in Canada. That's right. The first one in two thousand seven, only was, U.S. That's right. Okay. So we're going down the road, and and this is Blackberryville. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. that was a can, that was a Canadian company. Yeah, absolutely. Right, oh, yes. Rim. Name Jim. That? What was his name? Jim, uh, the CEO. I don't remember that. Jim, but the company was like Rim, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Rim, Rim Technology. Technology. Rim yeah. Technology. And so everybody had BlackBerry, <laughs> and I can remember the conversation centering around iPhone. It's not good. People are not going to type on a piece of glass. That's right. Need that physical because keyboard. Because Blackboard had the. BlackBerry had the physical mm-hmm. keyboard. You yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, what I wouldn't give and to have that conversation. And the side. Recorded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, just People will not give up the physical to go on glass. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be hanging around. And the BlackBerry email is so fast. And secure. Yeah. Yeah. Peer yeah. to peer. It's, it's fast. Well, and there was that ping that they, they had something yes. to ping as well. Yes. Yeah. You can send messages and I, emails. I wasn't and, around, but I hear that's what it was yeah. sort of Jim Basile was his name. Yeah, yep. still is his name actually. He hasn't changed his name. Oh, yeah, that I'm aware of, Jim. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can correct us if you're wrong. Hey, but we, we know. Leave we... us a review, and you can leave your real name in your title. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll read your review, <laughs> Jim. You can even type your Apple Podcast <laughs> review on your BlackBerry. Yeah. <laughs> we will listen. <laughs> hey, listen. We told you at the start of the show. Prepare to be disappointed. Yeah. So this is all we got today. Yes. Um, yes. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
I wanted to just get back to the reviews for a second because there are, there are a few reviews that have their names. Um, so let me just read their names. Quinn Marshall left us a review. Aubrey Barfield left us a review. But you're putting your names in. I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Like, <laughs> read, read it on, on good measure. Okay, no, Aubrey. No. This, this does you're not welcome, happen very Aubrey. often, but I'm you're, being you're welcome, nice Aubrey. right now. Aubrey says, I absolutely love all of your episodes. Huh? Why wouldn't you bunch want of hearts. read that? Um, and that is read two with like a bunch of zeros or O's, I think, on Apple Podcasts. So we will say amen to Aubrey. So again, thank you for your review. Now, one more, uh, one more review quickly. It says, preach it. Awesome. These episodes have helped me. Heard something about Kingdom Speak mugs. How do I get one? Mm. I got a Biblos mug, dot, 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 dot. Just saying. Wink. Whoa. Whoa. <clears throat> Whoa. And that's from Ivanator. I'm not sure we should say amen to that. Ivanator. Whoa. Ivanator. Let me just look at me for a oh. second, Ivanator. <laughs> Listen closely. Kingdomspeak.ca okay, is where you get um, a Kingdom Speak mug. And once you take a sip out of the Kingdom Speak mug, you'll throw your Biblos mug out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? I do. I agree. <laughs> and, you know, you be- and you better not break that Biblos mug because you won't be getting any more. I was going to say they'd throw it at Brother Earth. <laughs> yeah. You won't be getting any more. Do you have a Biblos you, mug? No, I don't have a uh, Biblos absolutely mug. Absolutely not. No, sir, I do not either. <laughs> <laughs> I do know this. We're shipping out thousands and oh, thousands my. of Kingdoms Big Mugs every week. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous amount of mugs. <laughs> so just mug because... <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of mug shots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have to say amen to Ivanator. Uh, we do a question. Amen! But get yourself to kingdomspeak.ca. Somebody was referencing, I just, in the comments, there's so many ways that people communicate and we enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just lose track of it. But asking about socks. Do we still have socks available? On the website. Yes. Maybe we don't talk about our website enough. Hello. Hey, Hey, we've got to post. I forgot this. I forgot this. This is my bad. It's just coming back to me now. So, so Davey, Mm -hmm. old Davey Wells. Oh, okay. I got another text message. You know, I showed you that picture <laughs> yeah, yeah. of him with the socks. Yeah. Yep. So we we officially have permission to post the picture. Oh, oh good. Okay. Nice. And he said that Davey was getting was was feeling pretty good about the shout out. <laughs> so here's two episodes that he gets a shout out, and we got to put his name out. On, Davey on social media. Get his so merch. So be like Davey. That's right. And wear Kingdom Speak socks. Maybe he That's, wants to be one of those. Uh, like an ambassador for us and yeah. start, we can start pumping them up with merch. I was actually at lunch today with my in-laws and I'm wearing my King to speak hoodie. Oh. And we had, I've worn that hoodie. I don't know how many times uh, I wear the blue one. And my father-in-law is sitting at the table with me and he's, we're all done lunch. And he says, I just noticed your hoodie. I have a feeling you're very special. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, you know that I lost my hoodie? I don't have a hoodie. Ooh, you think we should get Back one? Back at, at Power Conference, Carson... Uh, no way. Patrick was here, okay, and he said, I'd, I'd like 
I'd like a oh, hoodie. We didn't have it. I said, you can have that one. I don't even have one. I can't even speak hoodie. Yeah, we gotta get you Maybe Brother Pershing <laughs> would send me a Biblos one. Seems so. I don't have a Do you have a Biblos hoodie? One. No, I don't have a Biblos mm, hoodie. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Do they even have hoodies? Yes, they do. Oh, they do. They do. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, thank you all for the reviews. We really do. We have a lot of fun with this stuff, as you're well aware. Uh, but we do appreciate the fact that there are people out there listening to us, uh, and it's not just us sitting in the studio know. lamenting. Um, and yeah, the emails as well. Keep it up. Um, we love to hear from you. Now, back to the disappointing content. Yes. Um, yeah. What, uh, what are you going to disappoint us with today? <laughs> I'm going to let you down easy. <laughs> it's going gonna, gonna to be an easy letdown. Shall we go with the Bible? As a, as a yeah, that would be the first for the disapp disappointment. <laughs> 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 Listening to a biblical-based mm -hmm. um, discussion, <clears throat> and we hate to bring disappoint in the Bible. you by bringing in the Bible. So while you're getting your Bibles, First Kings chapter one mm -hmm. and verse number one, yep. um, we're going to read it out of the ESV. That's right. Get your ESV version. Bible out. You think people okay? will continue to listen? We're, hey, okay? we're all into disappointments. Oh. So the KG, the KJV fan. I got you. Young fellas. Is, is, is definitely, definitely disappointed. Now, King David was old and advanced in years. And although they covered him with clothes, he could not get warm. Therefore, his servants said to him, let a young woman be sought for my lord, the king, and let her wait on the king and be in his service. Let her lie in your arms, that my lord, the king, may be warm. So they sought for a beautiful young woman throughout all the territory of Israel and found Abishag, the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The young woman was very beautiful. and uh, she Just listen, if there's, a, if there's any snapshots... Mm -hmm. of biblical historical moments, mm -hmm. I'd like to see a picture of this woman. I'd also like to see a picture of Sarah, mm -hmm. Abraham's wife. Evidently, she was a, she was a looker, too. <laughs> okay? So Abishag was evidently good-looking. They sought throughout the whole land. They picked her up. And they picked mm -hmm. her. She was of service and attended to him, but the king knew her not. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, now, saying... That's the first thing to notice. He exalted himself. Saying, I will be king. Okay, just a small pursuit. <laughs> and he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. His father had never at any time displeased him by asking. Okay, okay. Don't, don't rush through that part. Mm -hmm. His father had, had never, never at any time displeased him. Wow. Yeah. His father had never observed his behavioral patterns and said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why have you done thus and so? He was also a very handsome man. All right, insult to <laughs> injury. He was good looking. And he was born next after Absalom. Mm -hmm. He conferred with Joab, the son of Zariah, and with Abathar, the priest. And they followed Adonijah and helped him. But Zadok, the priest, and Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada and Nathan the prophet and Shimei and Re and David's <laughs> mighty men a, were not with Adonijah. And mm. I need a break. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I need something cold to drink <laughs> desperately. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so he did not disappoint him. So I, I think we all would agree mm. that there's a base human level of expectation. And if you have any desire, in your life to be successful and be anything of, of value, 
you would say, I don't want to be a disappointment. Right. Right. right? You don't want to disappoint people. Absolutely. That's right. So if if even on the level of producing a content like mm-hmm. this, if I, if I come in and say, yeah, I'm just disappointed, guys. I, I, I'm not particularly impressed with the quality or <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That grabs you. That's and right. you go, ah, we need to do better. Because yeah, right. nobody has on their bucket list, right. you know, I just want to be the biggest disappointment <laughs> I can be. <laughs> right? So you don't, you don't, and, and really that that becomes a fear if we're not careful that um, hmm. it, I don't want to be a disappointment. So it can it can create a behavioral pattern in a life that that is always trying to please everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So somewhere between mm-hmm. not wanting to be a disappointment mm-hmm. so that you become this yes ma'am for everyone in the sphere of your life. Yeah. And that includes spouses, that includes bosses, that includes children, yeah, that includes sure. pastors, that yep. includes business partners, uh, yep. everybody, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Friends. Mm-hmm. Somewhere we need to understand that there are times in life that we need to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So... Can I ask you on the other side of that? So you don't want to disappoint people. But what about if it is this very thing we're starting to talk about and you're the guy who's delivering the disappointment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you see or you were playing that role in, in, in the, in the uh, episode, you shouldn't feel bad that you have to tell them that. Mm-hmm. And it's not a personal attack per se. It, you, you may be actually helping them more than telling them something positive. Well, reinforcing wrong <clears throat> behavior and wrong direction mm. is so. So all you're doing is moving the disappointment. You are because you don't want to disappoint them. Mm-hmm. You're putting your approval on a behavior that will dis, will will cause them to disappoint. Oh my! Someone else. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. So you're 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 just. You're removing yourself from, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint little Johnny. So, okay, well, Johnny will grow up to be a disappointment. Oh man, and he oh, there it will, is, yeah. he will disappoint you, right? He's not going to say the same thing when he's about ready to disappoint you. No, he he won't be nearly <laughs> as concerned about. It. And and this this story, yeah, of David proves it out. And so, using David as an example, <clears throat> you can you can go and look as what you've just mm-hmm. brought up. Um, Brother Derek, is, is you can look at Nathan the prophet who has to come in and confront David. Mm-hmm. And so for all intents and purposes, he is disappointing. David didn't want to hear that. But the confrontation mm. is what produced the shift of direction in David's life. Mm-hmm. Paul cites this in, in his letter to the Corinthians. He says... Now, I'm not going to repent that I made you sorry. Right. Because right. the sorrow that I inspired in you brought you to a place of repentance mm-hmm. so that you, you would stop doing the actions that you have to repent of. That's right. So you, you see where disappointment, it needs to be managed properly, 
Yeah. But it's very much a part of a successful life. And we probably should, like you always do, but I'm just jumping in because it just crossed my mind. We're not advocating that all you should do is try to disappoint people in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Who can be the biggest disappointment? (laughs) Have you ever went out to eat with someone? I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but when you're at a restaurant and they are an embarrassment because they are so picky about food or or how they treat staff, right? How's your food? Well, there was a hair in it. Well, actually, not even that, but yeah. Yeah. No, that was pretty. That would be pretty bad. But yeah. no, overall, I know what you're, know what you're saying. They are just like yeah. it's not as good as my grandmother's oh, macaroni yeah. and cheese. It's like, don't yeah. say that. Yeah. Just well, be then nice. go eat your grandmother's macaroni and cheese. Right. I can't because she's gone. Okay, we'll be happy with this stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, never, never satisfied. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The context of this is David being well advanced in years, and and right. they, he, the the inner circle, that inner core of David's who's who group Mm -hmm. is around him, just like you would expect at any moment Mm -hmm. where someone's fixing to pass from this life into the next. Except this fact, when a commoner dies, it's not the same as when a king dies. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? When a king dies, there's a lot of moving pieces, and there is a kingdom Mm -hmm. that is left in the balances. When a commoner dies, outside of that family unit, there's very little... Um, splash over of, of consequences from that life. So the will pretty well takes care of it and everybody takes care of business. And But when a king dies, there's an entire kingdom. See, a, a king dying does not mean, or at least should not mean, the death of a kingdom. Right? Well, there, for sure. Hopefully not. Right? That's right. So the kingdom, the kingdom transcends the reign of kings. <clears throat> so King David is dying, but the kingdom is not. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom, it, it's all about making sure that this kingdom will survive the transition of this leadership role. So whenever there is a role in leadership that is, and leadership is transitioning, that season of transition, it's a very volatile time for the, the, the kingdom, which mm-hmm. should not die or else the transition is not working effectively. Right, the kingdom shouldn't pay the price. Right. right. If the kingdom dies with the king, then we have a problem with the transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so they're, they're around him, and this is what happens with any transition. When, when, when the ambitious, maybe I could say, um, pick up that, man, David's just, he, he's not on his game anymore. He's not long for this life. Yep somebody's going to wear his crown. That's Someone's right. going to sit on his throne. We've just seen this transition from Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. to... Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. King Chuck. King yeah. Chuck. Mm-hmm. What is it, King Charles? Yeah. No? Yeah. So we, we've seen this. The, the, the dynasty continues on. Mm-hmm. The leadership has changed. Mm-hmm. Okay? But at, at this moment, the transition from uh, uh, the the... Is it monarchical transition? Mm-hmm. Was not as as clearly articulated as it is in the case of Queen Elizabeth and the oldest mm-hmm. of her children is going to be on the throne, and the oldest of their children is going to be on. We know, we know right now who it is, and that's why Harry's it's pretty well defined. That's, that's why right. Harry's in a two because that's right. He he mad. He he mad because there's too many people that have to die mm. before he gets a chance to be. The th- I'm just telling you, if all those people die and he becomes the king, somebody should do an investigation. Yeah, that would make it's a just great book. Yeah. 
David had <laughs> told Bathsheba, Solomon's the man. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we understand by looking at this that there are certain key figures in the inner circle that knew what David's wish was. Adonijah was never intended to be the guy. Okay? Uh-huh. And so they are going through this process of making sure that the king is out of commission. That's right. And, and although this is not the objective of today's lesson, one of the ways, and I think this is an interesting thing that can't be just smoothed over, mm-hmm. is they go get a virgin to bring him in. Now, that inner circle knew David's propensity for failure, hmm. his moral compass, etc. And when he did not respond to that, they knew the king's on his way out. Now, I think, looking at it from another angle, I think this is proof that David had conquered that side of himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So this is, this, is, this is proof that David had conquered the Bathsheba yeah. temptation. Hmm. Yeah. So we don't have time to break all of that down. That's, just, that's free for fodder. Uh, but David knew her not. So this was proof to everybody around David, including Adonijah. When mm-hmm. Adonijah heard that Abishag mm-hmm. yep. did not wake up the king and David, he said, I can make my move. I will be king. I will mm-hmm. be king. And so verse um, number five again says, Now Adonijah, mm-hmm. the son of Haggath, exalted himself. Mm-hmm. Now, Adonijah examines the landscape yep. of, of potential candidates, and he goes, Do you know what? In my <laughs> humble opinion, yep. I think I'm the next guy for the job. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so to further complicate this, this, this scenario, David had a few wives. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just as easy as the eldest son of my wife is going to get it. Which eldest son of which wife? And, you know, there's all these moving pieces. So there wasn't and, like an incoming elect yeah. ready to go. Right. Boy, that would be tenacious, wouldn't right. it? Mm-hmm. And you know very well, even when we get to, to Jesus' day, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have the, you know, uh, would you consider James on one side and John on the other? And of course. When you get the mothers involved, of course, they all want their son mm-hmm. to be strategically positioned yep. as good as possible within the political landscape of said kingdom. So, so you have, you know, all this background maneuvering is going on, mm-hmm. and and out of all of the co- the competition that Adonijah had, he felt like he was the one, mm-hmm. he was the son, and he began to exalt himself. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to read Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 12 in the same translation. While you're getting that, this idea of exalting one's self is luciferic in nature. Mm-hmm. It's, it's The undertones are luciferic. Mm-hmm. I will exalt myself. Yep. Okay? Isaiah 14 and 12. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above Hmm. the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Yeah. 
So it is very noteworthy here that those who self-promote and ascend are cut down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are cut down. So the toleration for ambitious self-promotion and ascension is not tolerated in a heavenly pursuit. Mm -mm. Okay? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So Lucifer says, I, I, I want to be more. I am not happy to be in a heavenly realm yeah. Yeah. and be content with my position. Yeah. Undoubtedly, those in that domain that could observe mm -hmm. Lucifer would say, yeah, what, a, what an honorable yeah, position. Yeah, he's got it made, yeah. Second to the man himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So to desire to pr be promoted higher when you're already in that heavenly existence really is satanic in nature. Sure it is. It is righteousness to be content to, to operate within yep. the assigned role and position that you you've been you've been given within the kingdom, mm -hmm. okay, and so as a result that had him demoted from the the heavenlies quickly, oh, yeah, <laughs> cut down. <laughs> well, Jesus said it this way. Yeah, like I beheld lightning. him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as as lightning falling mm -hmm. from heaven. Okay, it is no wonder that Satan uses and used this tactic with Eve. He subtly began to you deceive want to be like Eve. Do you want to be like mm -hmm. God? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. you are created to bear the image. We are we are created in the yeah. image mm -hmm. of God. That means likeness, mm -hmm. likeness. Right? Aren't you content with likeness? Mm -hmm. That's right. We must never confuse likeness with sameness. Uh -huh. She wanted equality with God. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Satan wants equality with God. Mm -hmm. So men and women, but mankind is created in the likeness and image of God. That's right. But he's not the same as God. And I know. The, and the pursuit and, and the sales pitch of, of the fallen being was, you need to be equal with God. Mm -hmm. And so disobedience was the ladder that Satan offered Eve mm -hmm. to climb mm -hmm. to gain equality with God. Yeah, that's good. And that's if really you good. have to mm -hmm. enlist disobedience to ascend, then that is not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a position that you deserve to be in. Yeah, if you have to disobey to get the promotion. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's good stuff. So, so. And that's what was in Adonijah's head, right? Absolutely. That's what was in his head. And so, as as a son of a king, yeah, yeah, he's I'll, I'll get this position, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I will exalt myself, and I will ascend. Now, there's going to be certain applications of this that are very applicable to child rearing, mm -hmm. and when a child. And, and it, but, but it really fits every demographic. But let me speak specifically to it. Disobedience, that ladder of ascending mm -hmm. above the person in authority, mm -hmm. above the position that you find yourself in, when a child disobeys, it is their way of usurping the authority that mm. you have over them. Mm -hmm. They are attempting. That's I don't right. care if they're two years old. They are attempting... To gain equality with you. Trying to climb above you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you... Here, here, here there's, there's going to be... We told you you'd be disappointed with this. But when you tolerate disobedience in your child, 
you are stepping down and your child is stepping up. Hmm. And you are giving them equality with you. Hmm. But you must respond to it the way that God responded to it. You've got to cut it down. Yeah. It has to be dealt with and not ignored. And sadly, if you tolerate it, you're training them to do the same thing with God that they're doing with you. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Let me just read this to you. If as infants they do it with you, it being disobedience, mm -hmm. and, and exalt themselves... Mm -hmm. Okay. If as infants they do it with you, then as children they'll do it with you. Okay. Let me guess. And if as children they do it with you, <laughs> yeah. as students they'll do it with us. Yeah. Right? yeah. And if as students they do it with you, right. as employer employees, they'll do oh, it with man. employers. They will love and if as employees they do it with employers, <clears throat> as saints they'll do it with pastors. And if as saints they'll do it with pastors, as saints they'll do it with God. Mm. For sure. Because the ladder of authority never, never stops right. with just the delegated authority. Right. It always goes to the ultimate authority, which is God himself. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, it's very important that I remind you and that you remind them about how God responds yep. to those who promote themselves. Yeah. He deals with it very harshly. And when it enters to the realm of heaven of the heavenly, he cuts it down, and you are brought to Sheol. Now, I want you to notice what verse six says. Mm -hmm. So when Adonai just, you know, he, yeah. he's, he's 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 preparing, orienting himself. Yeah. He's gathering his posse, as we'll see in a few moments. Yeah, and and he's going to replace. I will be king. Mm -hmm. Okay. Verse six says his father had never at any time displeased him by asking, why have you done thus and so? Hey, like, it's like... That wait, sounds wait, so diplomatic. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Can you run that by me again? Is it possible for a son to grow to maturity and have never done anything that disappointed his father? Mm hmm Hmm. So the complexity of this situation, you say, well, what, what, is, what is the answer to this? The answer is his father had never displeased him. That's right. His father had never disappointed him. Hmm. It really is apparent. I got that. That David's weakness <coughs> was as apparent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You say, well, David's weakness is moral. Yeah, he had moral weaknesses too. But what, <laughs> what he was dealing with at this moment mm -hmm. was, was as a parent. He did not disappoint his children. Hmm. He did not ever look at Adonijah and say, what are you doing desiring that? You don't deserve that. It seems so counterintuitive to say it that way, that as a father he had never disappointed his children. Because that's really not your goal, I would assume, when you're raising children, that you want to disappoint this, them. It sounds... It's not your goal, but it's an, ex and it's, it's an expectation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never one time went to my father truly asking for something. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's things that you knew. You know, Dad, can I, can I spend an hour in prayer? I wasn't expecting a no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yet, when I was asking my dad something that I truly didn't know the answer then I was not expecting the default answer to be yes. I guess not. That's right. That's a good way to say it. Mm -hmm. Right? 
So David, in this, it would appear like, in the in the in the case of raising Adonijah, that whenever Adonijah wanted something, he got it. He gave him everything he wanted. Yeah, whatever mm. he wanted, he used his role as mm-hmm. a as a king to go. Well, you're the son of a king, so you can get whatever you want. Yeah, and that kid grew up to be a snotty nosed, entitled individual. Mm-hmm. Now, well, I, I can say this from the standpoint of being a preacher's kid. My dad never let that be, mm-hmm. well, you need to be treated special because you're a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I would dare say almost. Almost the other yeah, way. The other way, to make sure. If anything, he erred yeah. a bit on the other side. Yeah. You're not special just because I have a call on my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back and search our history of episodes. We did an episode on PKs. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. There's a little bit of trivia for you. Yes, Let's we did. On. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, here we go. He really raised a monster, didn't he? He did. And, and, and this is what I want you to notice <laughs> out of this. You've got to see this. Kids who never have been disappointed growing up become entitled adults. Oh, Lord. And we all know one of those, don't we? Man. Or two. Man, oh, man, help us, Lord. Yeah. I deserve more pay. Yep. I deserve the promotions. No contenders. I deserve the girlfriend. I deserve the car. I deserve better than this. How so, often? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 but is, is that not what why suicide is making its... Absolutely, because they don't know how to handle because disappointment. Because when they're disappointed and they can't have said girlfriend, boyfriend, they yep. can't have said yep. job, said raise. Mm-hmm. I contend uh, even now, I think statistics even show us it's switching more to homicidal. Yes. Where when someone misses out on a promotion or or they are reprimanded in, in the professional environment, mm-hmm. these are the people who come back and... Well, if I can't just, have it, you can't exactly, have it either. Exactly. That, that, yes. is, that is the yes. world we live in. Yes. How often do you read of these terrible tragedies? Yeah. You're even and yet he... Or, or it's, a, it's a big split in the family and they just burn down the house and kill everyone. And yeah, how about that oh, uh, murder, murder for hire plots and stuff like that you're seeing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can't handle disappointment. And, real, the, and, and that's what it comes <laughs> down to. But listen, parents, please hear me. Please. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to disappoint your kids. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Disappoint them. It's disappointing is not letting them down. It is not letting them down. Yeah. Well, yeah. unless... Can we pause this and say... so? If you're not in the parental world, like I'm not, I'm not. Do you ever disappoint yourself? Do you ever say no to yourself? Oh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. If you never show any constraints in your life, yeah, which is what discipline really is, right? You're causing your own pain at that point. Well, I, Mm. I want you to notice how they begin, how 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 this began affecting his life as an adult. Mm-hmm. Look at, at verse 7. First verse, Kings 1 yep. and 7. He conferred with Joab, yes, the son of Zariah. This is Adonijah, I'm yep. guessing, and yep. with Abathar the priest. And okay, they followed. so he, here, here's the interesting things, is he knew who to, who to reach out to. He, he, his mm-hmm. manipulativeness sure, in yeah. nature and mm-hmm. his bulldog determination to get what he wants. Yeah. Nobody has ever denied me. Okay, but yet he knows there's a spiritual component that I need. Mm-hmm. There's a military leadership uh, mm-hmm. component that I need. Joab, 
So Joab was my dad's guy. Yep. Abiathar the priest fills the role of, of that spiritual component. Mm-hmm. And so they begin following Adonijah and helping him. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I want you to notice the rest. But Zadok the priest and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada and Nathan the prophet and Shimei and Rei and David's mighty men <laughs> were not with Adonijah. Okay. So we, we get a list of who's with him. Yeah. And who's not with him. Mm-hmm. And Adonijah began to assimilate this burgeoning mm-hmm. network of ambitious people. Wow. It's like they attract each other. Ah. Is, that what you're, is that where we're is going? Is there an adage there that kind of <laughs> birds of a feather uh, flock something? together? Flock together. Flock together. My goodness. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And this self serving group of people were yes men. Have you ever noticed that? People who cannot handle disappointment and people who cannot engage in the confrontation of, Mah. I don't think that's a good idea. They, they uh, encircle themselves with, with men who are yes men oh, man. because they don't want anybody in their circle is going to disappoint them. People who have never been disappointed require yes men around them. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. I don't know who this saying is attributed to, but when they say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yes. Mm. That's the, yes. That's the adage. Yes. Because they, they don't want to be disappointed. So every time they open their mouth, right. They want people just to say, oh, it's great. Right. Right. (laughs) Verse nine. Verse nine says, Adonijah sacrificed sheep, oxen, and fattened cattle by the serpent stone, which is beside Enrogel, and he invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the royal officials of Judah. But he did not invite I love Nathan the prophet, or Benaiah, or the mighty men, or Solomon his brother. <laughs> okay, so he clearly looked at Solomon as the greatest threat that he had. Arguably, he knew that Solomon was the man. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't tell me that, that kind of information didn't trickle out. That's right. At mm-hmm. some point, that's right. He did not invite a prophet because you can't mm-hmm. control a prophet. Mm-hmm. Nathan the prophet has already exhibited right. that he will do what God says if he's talking to the king himself, let alone someone who's trying to be king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he he's not going to bring in Benaiah or the mighty men. Because you don't intimidate or look at a mighty man who is willing to go down and, and wrestle a, a lion in a pit on a snowy day mm-hmm. and intimidate him with your ploy or plot that's driven by self-serving no. ambition. No. Not going to happen. So you can look at the guest list and figure out what kind of a man yeah, the guy at, really is. Look at who they're hanging around. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at who they invited and look at who they excluded. Hmm. From this. Okay? If you drop to verse 25, we see this again. Now, again, this 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 whole thing before you read verse 25 is, is centered around he he is putting together and assembling yep. the body of people who are going to put him in yep. as king. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the coronation. Mm-hmm. Can you believe what that mm-hmm. would take? David's still breathing. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not forget that. David's still breathing. 
And he's and he's and he's doing this. Yep. Verse 25 says, For he has gone down this day and has sacrificed oxen, fattened cattle, sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons, the commanders of the army, and Abathar the priest, and behold, they are eating and drinking before him and saying, Long live King Adonijah. But me, your servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, and your servant Solomon, he has not invited. Has this thing been brought about by my lord the king? So is this something that you you brought together? So this is where... Um, Nathan? No, Bathsheba mm-hmm. comes to Solomon, right. or to, to David, and yep. says, now, do you, do you remember David? Yep. This, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you remember when you promised mm-hmm. that Solomon would sit on the throne? That's right. Yep. Do you remember this? Okay. Well, they're probably wondering: Is this is this the plan that we don't know about? Right. This guy's going to town. Right. <laughs> and so David's response, verse twenty-eight, was to call the people mm. that weren't at the party that Adonijah was throwing. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Who did he call? Zadok the priest mm-hmm. in verse thirty-two, mm-hmm. and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and they came before the king, and the king said. Take with you the servants of your Lord and have Solomon, my son, <laughs> ride on my own mule and bring him down. No, no. <laughs> now, now, this is the true coronation. Yeah. Now, down the road, we have a rented hall. They're not in the palace. <laughs> They're at the Lions Club down the road. Uh, yeah. They're putting on a good we show, know. though. Oh, Man. And they got the party, yeah, yeah. and they're sacrificing, yeah. and they're going, yeah. hip, hip, hooray, yeah. long live yeah. the king. Yeah. <laughs> But Zadok's not there, and Nathan's not there, mm-hmm. and right. Benaiah's not there, and the mighty men are not there. And so David says, take the servant of your Lord and have Solomon ride my own mule and bring him down to Gihon mm-hmm. and let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet there anoint him. Now, here's the first time we read of this thing called anointing. Wow. Okay. Adonijah... No is having eating yeah. and drinking huh. and partying and hip, hip, hooray yeah. and hail, long live the king, but there's no anointing. But David said, because David is an anointed man, and that's he right. knows that whoever's going to be the next king has to be the one that's anointed. Mm-hmm. And he says, I want Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet to anoint him king over Israel and then blow the trumpet and say... Long live King Solomon. <laughs> wow. Then you're going to come up after him, and you're going to bring him here, and you're going to sit him on my throne, yeah. and he's going to be the king in my place, because <laughs> I have appointed him to be the ruler over Israel and Judah. Now, Benaiah said, yes, sir, not a problem. That's gonna, we're going to do it. That's right. As you have said. Mm-hmm. Now, all of that is taking place, and 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 it, it could it could could I just say the likelihood of a bit of intoxication is probably is, is probably not too far of a stretch down at Adonijah's party. Mm-hmm. What we know to be a fact is Adonijah's intoxicated by his own determinant will. Oh yeah, yeah. 
okay? And everybody else that's ambitious is around Adonijah going, oh, if he's going to be the next king, I want to be in the right camp. And I, I want to make sure that I'm, in, I'm, I'm behind him because David's not worth anything at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you, I've been around through leadership transition. And when a strong leader is on his way out, those that have tied themselves to him more than they've tied themselves to the kingdom get really nervous. That's and, right. And they want to make sure that they are strategically positioning mm -hmm. themselves to be in the best position and the right standing with the next man that's coming in. Yeah. It's a dirty game. It's 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 political yep. Yep. At, at its core. Yep. Okay. Somebody sneaks from the anointing coronation seminar mm -hmm. ceremony rather, where Nathan pours the oil, mm -hmm. and, and Zadok the priest prays the prayer, mm -hmm. and, and Solomon mounts the mule mm -hmm. and comes back and makes his way to the throne and sits on David's throne. Now, I want to tell you, you may be sitting on the stage at the Lions Club. That's far cry from sitting on the throne. <laughs> Adonijah, you may have the best band. You may, it really don't yeah. matter. Yeah. Most of the yeah. people that are listening to this are like, what's the Lions, Lions Club? Club. <laughs> yeah. They must have those in America. No, it's something from the 80s and 90s. Oh, they yes. They, they didn't have the 80s and 90s. The Lions Club is a international oh. thing, isn't it? Everybody. Where's your computer? You don't have your computer. <sighs> Lions Club. Okay, now you get me... I'm going to keep going. I don't keep no. going. No. Keep going. The Lions Club. Is the Lions All oh, right. Club. Is it still real? This commercial break In is brought to you by the Lions Club. <laughs> Lions Club International. Which countries have Lions Clubs? Look at them all. Oh, come on. It's, Iceland, India, Indonesia, Iraq, Ireland, Isle of Man, Israel. Albania, Algeria. Yes, there's Lions Clubs there. The so, Lions Club is kindness in action. You know very caring well. Caring people join together. Roll do off Lions their Clubs sleeves. still exist? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Googling. <laughs> the last yeah. Lions Club meeting was held when, in 2007. When okay, you, come on. What, what do you want listen, it to be? A Rotary Club? When you become a uh, lion, you become a part of a global network of volunteers working together to make a difference. All right, shut his mic up. <laughs> it's a hall they're renting. Adonijah had rented the uh, space. Yes. Yeah. An event we get center. It. We get it. An event we get center. It. I don't care. It doesn't matter how nice the, the chair is there. It's not the throne. Somebody leaves Solomon's news, yeah. coronation ceremony and slips in the back door of the rental spot. How's that? <laughs> and they say in verse 49. They say in verse 49, then all the guests of Adonijah trembled and rose. <laughs> yeah. Each went his own way. He, he, listen, because they knew at that moment yeah. that their ambitious motive was exposed. And if Solomon finds out we were at his party. Oh, man. And that we were celebrating with Adonijah. Yeah. Then we are not in good standing. So they trembled and rose and went home. That party really dissolved. The real king spoke up. They were saying, long live king. Long, right? Right. And now we have Adonijah who is fearing Solomon. Mm-hmm. And he arose and went and took a hold of the horns of the altar. Yeah. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. So then Solomon says, if he shows himself a worthy man, not one of his hairs shall fall to the earth, but if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. Then he said, go home. Yeah. Okay? Go home. Now, for the first time in Adonijah's life, he's dealing with disappointment. Exactly right. Something didn't go his way. What do I do now? <clears throat> Hmm. I, this is a new thing. I've, I've never, I've never felt this before. <laughs> so he's sitting home, going, "I can't have the throne," and he's seething, and 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 it's just driving him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in First Kings chapter two and verse twelve, Solomon sat on the throne of David his father, mm-hmm. and his kingdom was firmly established. Firmly established. And Adonijah gets a brainwave. Mm-hmm. Came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. Now he came to Bathsheba. This is not his mother. This is Solomon's mother. That's right. His mother's name was Haggith. Okay? That's right. I don't know why they called her that, but that's what her name was. That's a beautiful name. Okay. So he is still allowing ambition to drive him. And he comes to Bathsheba. Yep. And she says... Do you come peacefully? Yeah. And he said peacefully. Mm -hmm. Then he said, I have something to say to you. And she said... Speak. Oh. He said, you know that the kingdom was mine and that all Israel fully expected me to reign. Wow. Is that? Wow. <laughs> okay. We have flipped the script a bit here. Wow. However, the kingdom has turned about and become my brother's, for it was his from the Lord. For Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, we know that the kingdom was mine. And we know yes, that's right. all of Israel. Mm-hmm. You might say this is Kino speak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, what, what is it about these jokes that are contagious? <laughs> I haven't been saying them today. That's You guys have been saying that. Can you believe what he's saying right now? Oh, he's now? spinning it, man. He is spinning He's it. not even blaming Solomon at this point. No. Nope. But now it was taken from me and given to my brother, yep. Solomon, yep. for it was his from... The Lord. The Lord. It was it was God. He didn't even blame David at that yeah. point. Great to God. He said, ah, oh, man, you, you, me bad. you see how yeah. disappointment that is not dealt with as a child becomes something that an adult contends with, mm-hmm. and it doesn't stop until God disappoints you. That's right. That's right. And he's disappointed at the Lord. <clears throat> and the Lord took it from me. Yep. Who mm-hmm. is he to think that he can take from me this? Now, I have... Oh, man. This verse 16 is... Wow. <sighs> I have one request to make of you. Do not refuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that boldness or is that stupidity? Has, uh, listen, is there anybody that's even made that statement as an adult? <laughs> do not refuse me. Do not refuse me. Now, I'm going to ask you something, but don't refuse me. Can't say no. Why are you asking? <laughs> and she said... Speak. She didn't say yes. Yeah. No, she didn't. Right? Yeah. She didn't yeah. say yes. Yeah, great observation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he said, please ask King Solomon. He will not refuse you. Uh, so you see why he's talking to Bathsheba? <laughs> yes. He, he's brutal, man. He's not going to Haggath. He's going to Bathsheba because he knows that Solomon won't refuse her. Mm-hmm. So Bathsheba, don't you refuse me. And you go 
talk to Solomon because he won't refuse you. you. I'm looking for the path mm-hmm. of no disappointment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've got to have it. Yeah. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, he will not refuse you to give me Abishag the Shunammite as my wife. Bathsheba said, very well, I will speak for you to the king. So she goes to the king, Solomon, to speak to him on behalf of Adonijah. And the king rose to meet her and bowed down to her. Then he sat on his throne and had a seat brought in for the king's mother. And she sat on his right. Then she said, I have one small request to make of you. Do not refuse me. And the king said to her, make your request, my mother, for I will not refuse you. She said, let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah, your brother, as his wife. King Solomon answered his mother, And why do you ask Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom also, for he is my older brother, and on his side are Abathar the priest and Joab the son of Zariah. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if this word does not cost Adonijah his life. Man, the air went out of that room in a hurry. (laughs) Solomon determines at that moment there's only one thing you can do with a man who refuses to accept disappointment. Mm. Kill him. Death. Wow. We need to teach our kids how to manage disappointment. Mm -hmm. We need to... We need to raise our kids so that they understand when there's one throne in the room, that doesn't mean it belongs to you. Oh, man, that's so true. When there's one promotion on the job, that doesn't mean that it belongs to you. And if it does belong to you, great. But if it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be embittered. That's right. At God, at your boss, at your pastor, at your spouse, at your child. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to embrace disappointment, recover from it, recalibrate, and move on. I'm just telling you. Learn from it. Yes. Right? That could be some of the greatest moments of your life where yes. you look at yourself in the mirror and say, where do I go from here? Yeah. Yeah. So learn how to embrace disappointment. Hmm. And if you're a parent, learn how to be a disappointment. <laughs> And if you're a young person that's got a group of friends, learn how to be a disappointment. If they all want to go do drugs some night, yeah, be a disappointment. If they want to talk dirty, be a disappointment. If they want to be immoral, be a disappointment. If they want to listen to the wrong type of music, be a, you. You got to learn how to go. No, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not going the same direction. So you need to learn how to handle disappointment and be a disappointment. Come back next week. Maybe we won't disappoint you.